The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Swansea beyond Fodringer. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Rotherham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, and Duffy, he can hit them. And he does. Oh! Secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favor, drop me off in Rotherham. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to New York Talk. This is obviously the Rotherham United podcast, and we have a game to talk about. Another game. Uh, Paul Ross, possibly and probably the toughest game so far of the fo- what will be the four games with Leicester City. Uh, champions elect Western Leicester City coming to town on Saturday. We'll cover that. We'll pick up a couple of transfer rumours which have been floating around on Thursday. If you're listening on Friday, they may have already been confirmed or rubbished. But we'll talk about those as they are now. And uh, we'll also go through predictions towards the end as well. We have Danny back with us. How are you doing, Danny, mate? I'm doing all right. How are we, chaps? Perfect. Nice to have you back with us. And Tom's back with us. How are you doing, Tom? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Ready to debunk the rumours. <laughs> you know, we know nothing. That's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, there's no Mick to sort of rubbish them before the actual uh, thing. So. <laughs> oh, um, I'll take up that mantle. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah I was going to say. Yeah, I was can you be grumpy for us, Dennis? Really grumpy <laughs> if you can. <laughs> um, I'll be to character. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gav Grundy, Scott Kent, Sarah Ogden, Steve Grundy, uh, Harvey Kellick, Damien Dunkley. Uh, Chris Nichols says, hi, from Perth, Western Australia, is Ben off? Um, I think he means Wilesy, not our Ben, but I don't know. <laughs> might be about our Ben. Uh, <laughs> um, Damien Coward, Chris Tether, we've got Watford fans, says evening Matt, Tom and Danny. And with Eric Hawley, who is, from the, who is in the Philippines. Thank you for joining Eric. We're all the way out there. We're going global tonight. We've got some in Australia, we've got some in the Philippines. If you are listening from elsewhere, let us know, because why not? Um, we will talk about the Leicester game a little bit later on, because that's not where the news is at the minute. Um, <laughs> it's been reported in the advertiser and elsewhere uh, that Ben Wiles is on his way out of the club. Um, Danny, how? what are your thoughts on that? First of all, how it's obviously an advertiser, so the rumours are there. 
Um, how realistic do you think that Ben Wiles will be leaving the Millers before next Friday's deadline? Um, I mean, in the in the local in the local press, it's sort of very limited information at the mm. minute. It's more of a case of Matt Taylor's aware of it, and it's not really said anything about how serious the interest is. It could just be a oh, uh, what's Ben Wiles like phone yeah. call. You know, there's no mention of a bid being put in or even the player um, speaking to anybody, really. It's just Matt Taylor's aware of it. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I don't think they'd come out with bells and whistles going, oh, Ben Wiles is signing for uh, for this team. Oh, sound the alarm, breaking news, blah, 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 because that's our job. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a bit... I mean, I mean, I mean, it's been floating around on social media that Wiles' head has been turned ever since the Burnley rumours mm. as well. Um, but it's like, I don't, I don't know, it, it's, it all depends on whether he wants to sign that contract. And if he doesn't, it's the smartest thing to cash in now instead of letting it run down because we get less money in January anyway. Mm. Um, or he might not even go and just see out his contract, I think. If that is the um, course of action we're going to take, then it's almost like a lesson learned from Chio, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think for the we'll, we'll maybe touch on that uh, later. Cause I think that's important potentially. Um, that uh, Tom again, again, just just your thoughts. So you, could you see it happening? The, the links are Huddersfield and Coventry. Those are the two teams that are the links. Very different ends of the table, to be honest with you. Yeah, a relegation rival and a uh, potential promotion pusher. So, it's, it's, you know, it's um, very different. But I agree with Danny. I think uh, there's, there's a couple of points to it. But number one, if, he, if he's not going to sign the new contract, then um, for us to cash in on him um, early doors is probably the way to go. Mm. Um, number two, uh, he's not quite reached the form that we all thought he would have done. He's not quite done it at this level yet when, you know, I think... Everyone can see the potential um, he has to um, to actually make it at this level and be a very good player for us. He's not quite reached that yet. Um, personally, if he would have signed the contract, I would have kept him uh, to see where that potential went. Uh, but if he's not going to, not going to sign it, like Danny said, we need to we need to learn from our cheer mistakes. And also, I want to apologise for the echo because you guys made aware that. Yeah, it was quite bad in here, so I'm sorry about that. No worries, mate. No worries. Um, Jamie says, don't think Wiles has been the same. Uh, don't think Ben has been the same since not going to Burnley. Wouldn't be wouldn't be sad to see him leave. They've been poor for a long time. Uh, Nicholas came up on the same points. You guys, if he isn't going to sign the contract, may as well cash in. If it's Huddersfield, it isn't a good move for him. Possibly not. I mean, I don't know. It's, he, he goes to complain Neil Warnock, Danny. They'll probably pay him more money than we're paying him, and it's easy for us to say move. But people could sit here and say to Cafu, Cafu, what are you doing with Rotherham? Rotherham's not a very good move. You don't know it's mm. it's what's good for the player and what he sees as a project and this, that, and the other. Are you worried about him going to a relegation rival? Um, not particularly now, um, because you know it, it's hard to like the stealing. Our like most prized asset, mm. you know, it, it, it's if, if if it is Uddersfield that you know is like his his destination. I think they've looked at it and gone, oh, he's one of their better players. We'll give him a fee and see if he can do it for us. Whereas we've got more or less a full-bodied midfield as it stands anyway. You know, we've got uh, Cafu, Rathbone, 
Lindsay, a Dauphin, TE. Like, that's quite a full-bodied <laughs> midfield, isn't it? Yeah. And that's even if Wilesy goes. <clears throat> Whereas I think Huddersfield are looking at it like in, in a different aspect. Like Obviously, it'll suit the way that Huddersfield play, but at the same time, it's like it sort of feels like a raid of the teams around you sort of thing. Like Woodfield have looked and yeah. gone, oh, Rotherham will be down there, we'll get one of their players. So it's like, better player for us sort of thing. But I think out of the two that you've seen, because it's like Huddersfield or Coventry, isn't it? they're the two teams that are floating about. Yeah. I think Huddersfield would make the most sense on a personal note for him because he wouldn't have to uproot too much to go to Huddersfield because it's not too much of a drive. Um, and like you say, he gets to work with Warnock. And develop under him. Um, so yeah, I, I think if it does happen, it sort of suits everybody. In my opinion, if, anyway. if the fee's right, obviously. Yeah, if the fee's right, yeah. Mm. No, I yeah, I agree. Uh, Jan Bieber says losing Wales is not something that weakens us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's, that's I saw Danny's point, Tom. Isn't it that that midfield without Wales has been is is a good midfield and. Right now, Wiles is not cutting. We all, we all want Wiles to succeed. As Rodden Boy has come through the academy, if he succeeds, it makes the club look great because we've, mm-hmm. we've sort of produced him. Um, yeah. But I'm sitting here look, looking at uh, thinking that, but also at the same time thinking this is probably the right time for everybody to cut ties. Hopefully, mm-hmm. he has a good career. Hopefully, we can use the money and get three or two or three players in. And then it feels like a bit of a win win all round, maybe. Yeah, that's the thing. If he's not getting into our squad and we can sell him for a decent amount of money, getting two or three that strengthen all the positions. You know, we've, we've been looking at wingers and strikers and centre-halves. And if we can use that money to invest in those areas, then you, you can only argue it as a positive. Mm. Um, and obviously, from everyone at the club's perspective, every, I think everyone wants him to go on and have a, a good career and reach the potential that we all think he can. Um, so hopefully it's a, it's a win-win all round. He manages to move on. Gets his gets himself into a starting eleven in a championship side and kicks on. Um, obviously, if, if Coventry are linked with him, that'd be an amazing move because yeah, you know, just top end, play some good, attractive football, um, and are clearly making strides uh, in the football league. Um, whereas, and I guess similarly with Huddersfield, you know, he'd be getting starting minutes, working under Warnock. Um, I think it's a win-win all round. Um, mm. It's just a shame that we never got to see his potential uh, fully, fully uh, develop uh, as one of our players. Um, so, unfortunately, that's the case. But you are right, it's the end of an era. Yeah, he's it, 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 it's, it's proven himself to be an excellent League One player. He's mm. Sadly for him, and this is obviously partially injuries injuries as well, he's not proven himself at this level. So if you yeah. can get a million quid for him, that's really, really good. And maybe even a sell-on clause as well, if, if he yeah. does produce a potential. Um yeah, it's good business from the club to demand a fee. I'm really, I'm really happy that the club have done that. We yeah. saw with Smithy, we saw with Icky, we saw with Chio that you've run people's contract down and you maybe get something from them while they're, while they're here. Um, but it's it's time for a different way forward, possibly. We'll have to wait and see. this. We may be sitting here on on Sunday night and next Friday and he's still here, still a Rotherham player, mm-hmm. which I don't think would upset anybody. You know, if, if this turned out to be all nonsense, Danny, and it turns out that while he's staying, we'd all be... Satisfied with that, to be fair. It's not like, please get him out of our club, is it, at all? No, not at all. I think, uh, like we've already mentioned, it just feels like almost like the right time just to part ways. You know, it, like all the ducks have lined up, whereas if he went, it's like, rape sound, all the best here. But also, if he doesn't go, it's like, right, crack on, find your form, cement yourself in the team and let's 
crack on. You know, it, it, it's very much a pivot point there where it's like a win-win for Wales either yeah. way, sort of thing. Um, and you know, it's very rarely that we've like in modern football that you see a player come all the way through the academy, get mm. to the heights of their career with their club. Um, and not move on unless they're at the very, very top level and they're the very, very top level performer as well. Um, <clears throat> like I think the last one to come through the Rod- Rotherham Academy and really excel was possibly Paul Hurst, thinking back. Probably, yeah, that stayed with us. Did you count Jerry Yates or not? He didn't really I, I, su- I suppose his, his career blossomed when he moved away, didn't yeah. it? Whereas yeah. I think so we Wales is... back in there as well. He yeah. left. To have a better career, yeah, and I think that could happen with Wilesy. Like his career has already blossomed into something currently, you know, because because he is a he is a very very strong and <clears throat> and um, and physical footballer. But it's like it's it's sort of some it's sometimes like he's very much when his head's down, it's really down, you know, and yeah. that's been self admitted as well. Um, and I think maybe that's what's happening currently. Maybe his head's down because he's out of form and he needs that pick up. Um, and maybe that's at a different club. Maybe it's with us and he finds his form. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, I think we'll all remember Sheffield United away. You know, mm. that, oh, God, that, yeah. that'll that be one of the highlights of his career scoring. Wembley. His, yeah, Wembley as I well. Wembley. Winning a cup. Yeah. So it's like he's had so many blossoming highlights of his career with us, but mm. at the same time, he's now at the point where it's like, actually, I can go and succeed somewhere else as well. Mm. So yeah, so yeah, like, like I said, it just feels like a weird little pivot, you know, where it's like either way, it's a win-win for him, which is actually quite rare in football now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how many play, how many players can play for their boyhood club and win us out, win a local derby, and score at Wembley whilst winning a trophy? That's like boyhood dream stuff. So mm. it's it's been a success. It's from, there's always pressure on youngsters anyway. I think that's possibly we we we, we expected a lot from Ben Wiles. Um, maybe too much. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Huddersfield, you know what happens at Huddersfield or Huddersfield Coventry. Did we expect too much or or not or, or whatever? So I have to find out. Um, much finished that saying it's good mentality. You either resign for us or sell you. It yeah. feeds into the Matt Taylor thing, Tom. That w- that we've been talking about. That he is firmer. He seems much firmer and much more fixed in terms of what he's wanting to do with his football club. There's no, no, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll talk about it again in January or we'll talk about it again at some of your contracts up. It's right, Mm. we either sort this out Mm. or we do what's best for the football club. And if that's going to be the case, I'm I'm all for that, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I am as well. It's it's ruthless, but it's also very, um, it's it's a kind of a winner's mentality, I guess. Mm, Uh, I agree. It's very much a uh, like you said, like like the comment says, uh, resign us or we sell you. Um, as in, if we're if we're not moving forward, then we're moving backwards, and if we're not moving, if we're moving backwards, then we're not going anywhere. So as yeah. soon as as soon as you refuse to sign, as soon as you stall it a little bit, you're not moving forward. If you're not a valuable player, if you're not a, um, a first eleven type of player, then we're just going to move on. I think with I think the except, exception might have been with Chia, where he thought, look, we can really tie this down yeah. if we stay up. And then a Premier League club comes in and offers uh, a bid for him, and it's just unlucky. Um, but with Wiles, it's it's a case of if if we're not moving forward with our squad, and this isn't going to be our core squad this time in six months, eight months, then why do you want to uh, why do you want to keep them around? You may as well cash in and 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 get your money's worth. Uh, it's it's a lot it's a lot less Mister Nice Guy and Mister Good 
uh, good personalities like uh, the previous mm. manager had. Are we allowed to say his name, by the way, or is that? Still oh yeah, it? that ended last season. You can say one. <laughs> yeah, 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 I paid a lot of money for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hospice are thankful for you, Tom. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> uh, Matthew Dyer again sums it up pretty nicely. Taylor doesn't have any ties with the person like Warner yeah. sort of brought him through the academy. It's what the club needs long term. His decisions are based purely on footballing ability or football performances, I would I would say. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Mm. Completely agree with that. There's a few people named and rumours who who may well replace or not replace, but come in with the Ben Wiles money if these moves go through. We'll not talk about them too much because they might be irrelevant. Wiles might not go, they might not come in, or Wiles might go and somebody else might come in. So we'll talk about those when either when the rumours become firmer and harder or whether they actually happen or not. A week, just over a week before the transfer window finishes. So, mm. it feels like we're going to be busy, Danny. Just, just in terms of that, just in terms of the transfer window, it's good that we are going to be busy. We, we talked all summer, we've talked since May about being patient, about waiting for the right deals and waiting for the right people to come in. So far, it's paid off. So, do you feel okay and feel happy that Matt Taylor's, again, going to get it right? Even just, It's not ideal having to wait four games into the season. But if that's what it has to be, that's... Do you feel like that's what it has to be? Um, yeah, I definitely think that there has to be a lot of careful planning with it. Um, mm. And from the little piece Matt Taylor's done with the advertiser, it almost seems like they've planned everything with a lot of precision. Yeah. Um, I think the only hiccup they've had so far is the TE deal because it took longer than they thought it was going to be. And he's even said that it frustrated the hell out of him because we just wanted him there and, you know, cracking on and working hard. Um, but it seems like they've got contingency plans. Like, if Wiles stays, that's one plan. If Wiles goes, it frees up money and that's another plan. Mm. You know, and it's and they've sort of like planned it out. Like, they've planned uh, Kyoso going out on loan because that's freed up some money. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, like obviously Chio going, that's freed up some wage money for a certain bit as well. Um, sending the younger players out, not as much money freed up, but still a little bit that you could allocate there, a bit of money, uh, investment from elsewhere as well. Um, so it, it does seem like there is a plan to it. You know, it's not just really we need money quick, loan him out somewhere, you know, which it's in the past, it has seemed a little bit like that at times, but mm. um. With this, I mean, like we say, it's um, just over a week until the window shuts. It's going to be quite a busy week because I still think we need three or four in. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so good luck to the media team and the management staff on the <laughs> final day because oh, that fish and chip run will be very late, I imagine. Un- unless all the irons in the fire come out at once. Like they've said, they were quite close to signing a winger. And they hope to have that done before the Leicester game. So that's mm. everyone being glued to Twitter for the next 48 hours. Um, <laughs> and then there's like a few other names flying about as well. Plus like maybe one or two others that we've not really expected yet. Taylor said that there are bids out elsewhere mm. and that money will be freed up to um, increase those bids if need be. So it's like interesting, very interesting stuff's happening. I mean, we've already broken the club's record transfer and in like what else is going to happen this window it's very interesting the problem is if we break the transfer record twice in one window what are people going to moan about you know not backing the manager Tony tight pants that kind of thing if we break it twice in a window what are people going to be unhappy about it's going to be really difficult for for the for the, for the moaners i think 
Um, yeah. It's it's just it's it's how you spend your money though. It's not about breaking it constantly. I mean, you look at Plymouth; yeah. they signed two one million pound players in the space of three days or whatever it was. But it wasn't like they just spent it on uh, any old somebody. It was it was on two players who they'd already had, um, who were clearly championship level, and they thought, look, these are going to be an investment as well. We're going to sell them for more in the future. If we're if we're spending you know a million on a player who might not come off and, and we might sell him for 400, uh, 400 500,000 in the future, then what's the point in doing it? If we're sure that we're going to make, if the, if the player's either going to strengthen us or at least make us a profit in the future, then that's where the expenses lie and that's where the big money has to be put out. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I completely agree with you. It sounded like I was disagreeing, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um Mad says, if we break the record again, I want to know has Tony been vis- visited by three ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um Nicholas Marshall asks about the winger. Uh, that's answered also in the comments by Scott Kent. The winger is rumoured to be Arvin Appiah from Almeria. Uh, we'll see. Let's wait and see on that one. I don't know much about him to be honest with you. Let's wait yeah. until it happens or not, uh, and then we can go from there. Yeah. Um, just come back on this, Tom. Adrak says he's evening with us a bit late. Is Tom taking up an offer on the back to back wings. You may not have seen this, Tom. Adrak commented on the last episode on YouTube. You oh, yeah. talked on the last episode about back to back wings. If we get th- if we get three back to back wings, it moves up the table. <laughs> and he <laughs> he's saying Adrak's offer to you, and you don't have to take this up, and you don't have to decide now either. If he can't see us winning three games back to back, so he says if we do win three games back to back all season. He will put fifty pounds in the pot to the hospice. If we don't, then you have to put fifty pounds in the pot for the hospice. <laughs> don't have to decide on that right now. Hmm. Yeah, let me get back. I'll, I'll, I'll have an answer by the end of the uh, by the end of the episode. <laughs> end of the season. End of the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, right, let's move on to Leicester. Let's talk about the Leicester game coming up on Saturday. Um, Danny, this is every game's a test. This is a different test. The problem, the difference is Leicester have some of the best players in the division, a highly regarded coach who is very <laughs> set in his style. Um, are you looking forward to this? Are you nervous? Are you dreading it? How are you feeling just for the game? Um, if I'm being honest, I don't really know how to feel about this Leicester game coming up because it almost feels like. You know, when we had fixtures coming up against like Burnley and Sheffield United and mm. Middlesbrough last season, it were almost like expectation of either we're going to sneak somewhere here, something here, or we are going to get absolutely battered. And it feels the same, the same thing. I mean, lining up against Stoke, Blackburn, and Sunderland, we didn't really feel like that. We didn't feel like it were either going to sneak something or we'll get battered. It's it almost felt like anyone's game. All right, against Stoke, we did get battered, but we learned from it. Against Blackburn, we got shafted a little bit by a certain referee uh, and then against Sunderland's um, you know we just sort of capitulated in the second half mm. um, <clears throat> but in all three of those games I wouldn't necessarily say we were out of it from the first five minutes you know but yeah. I, it almost feels like Leicester this is the game where it's like we'll know where we stand against the teams that have come down from the Premier League like if we're out of it within the first five minutes it will be a long day but if we're still in, if we're still in the game, come forty-five minutes, I think we'll all agree. Even if we lose, we'll put in a good showing of ourselves. Mm. 
Yeah, they're they're obviously a big club, Tom. You look at you look at certainly recent times they've got Premier League, FA Cup, Community Shield, Champions League. They win their league, Europa League. It feels so stuck. Sunderland, Blackburn, are big clubs. This does feel a bit. They feel bigger at the minute, to be honest with you. And it, it's one of those games to really, really look forward to. New York Stadium, full full house against a proper proper team. It, it could be fun. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, it's it's one of these big big clubs that comes to the to a place where they expect to win, and um, it might not be as easy as they think. Um, it's always a bit of fun uh, watching these big teams, you know, being undermined and being um, uh, not as good as, as as they should be, and uh, the managers crying afterwards and referee and referees getting on their case. It's it's always a bit of fun. So I'm looking forward to it personally, and. Um, it should, it should be a good watch because, uh, you know, Leicester haven't started great. Uh, watched their first game against Coventry. Obviously, Coventry are a really good side, but they didn't put out a good account of themselves. And I don't think they have done since. Mm. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a good game. And I'm seeing in the comments now, I'm getting, you know, I'm going to say yes to the £50. I'm, ah, I'm, yeah. I'm, hey. May as well. So it's for, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a win win. So. I can't wait to see you pay fifty pounds into the to the hospital, my friend. Good man. Like <coughs> yeah. um, Simon Thorne says, if teams like Rotherham was a person, it would be the guy Brad we had from the Scout Report. Um, I've never wanted to hammer a team as much as I want to beat Leicester on Saturday. If you ever watch the Scout Report, we had Brad Leicester fly die TV. They won three games out of three, four games out of four. If you count the uh, League Cup, so they're they're positive. Um, so yeah, if you haven't watched that, go and watch that because. Matt Riley looked like Simon, like he did with Simon. Um, but they haven't started great. They, like Tom says, it's stupid to say four wins out of four that they've not started great. Well, they haven't. They've mm. not been great. They scraped past Huddersfield. They scraped past Cardiff in the 92nd minute. Um, their manager said last week, Danny, that they're only 20% of the way through his ideas. And when they played Huddersfield, they talked about Huddersfield going man for man and them really struggling against a team that go man for man. Really. Why are you do? Why are you saying these things? These these are not things to say in public. These are private conversations. You're helping the teams, and I don't know. I, that that would strike me as a slight concern. What he's saying in public, to be honest with you. Oh, the arrogant sod. I know. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I thought. He's so confident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Leicester as a team themselves, you mm. know, and a fan base, but. If that's his attitude towards teams in the championships, it needs to be took down a peg. Correct. You know, and like perfect team, you know, oh, little team like Rotherham, but we okay. like taking people down a peg, don't we? Um, but yeah, but to say something like, you know, it's only 20% of his ideas coming into this season, and it's like, what's the other 80%? Because the way the club is at the minute, mate, you're not getting back into Europe for at least five years. Yeah. You know, but. And interesting, that's quite like I know Matt Taylor's very much a football driven man when it comes mm. to the season, uh, and he's sort of been very cutthroat with comments in the past. But he's, he's not like he's gone out and said, Oh, yeah, when we when we beat um Blackburn 4 0, that would just rob him at 20% energy, <laughs> you know, because even out of just courtesy of your fellow competitor, you don't go out and say that. Mm. You know, but to come out and say it, it's like arrogant sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does seem like it's his first managerial job, which it is, I think. So, mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He won't be there in five years. He'll either have done really well and gone off to another team, but a bit bit more budget, or he 
he'd be bad and got sacked. So back to being Pep's number two. Yeah, exactly. Back to being that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's 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 a long list of people that have come to New York Stadium or Millmore thinking they're the big boys and got their nose blooded. Um, you know, Frank Lampard's a very famous one because he got himself sent off having I mean, left to losing his head after a one 0 defeat. Vincent Company last season in both games didn't uh, shine himself in much light in terms of the way he acted before uh, after the games. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I do I do love these games. Um, mm. These are why this is why you want to be a championship. You want to play the big teams with a big sellout in in under intense game. These are what these are why we're here in this league. Um, yeah. the minute. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Let's just go through some history with Leicester, uh, which is terrible. Uh, um, I can only find two league wins ever. Um, <laughs> one of them was on Boxing Day 2004, and the other one was on Bonfire Night in 1955. And that was the last home victory, was Bonfire Night 55. So our only victories in the league come on, come on days of celebration. Um, and to try, and... I mean, it's the Saturday before my birthday. Well, well, if you if you if you can reach for them <laughs> straws, well, Monday's a bank holiday, so it's oh, the yeah. weekend of oh, a bank yeah. holiday. Oh, uh, so, as clutch at straws, then there's this. Yeah, it's like, oh, technically, it's, it's um, summer bank holiday Saturday. Oh, <laughs> I'll have a look at some which countries consider Saturday a bank holiday, and we'll just. For that day, become like Armenian. I, 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 I don't. I don't think the. Oh shit! I have to work this out. Uh, 25th, 26th, it's twenty sixth, isn't it? When we play. Twenty sixth of August. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's many. Like there, there is a single holiday that falls on the twenty sixth of August. If I'm being honest, if there is, I'm very surprised. It won't be an English one or a British one or a no. European. It's one. like there's something happening in Canada that they can that they celebrate on the twenty sixth of August. That's like or in America. Or even Japan, uh, like Japan or something. We're, we're going to be Namibians for the day because it's oh. Heroes Day, which is very could be very very apt, couldn't it? We'll, we'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> Heroes Day, 20, 26th of August. Yes, we'll take that. Yeah. Taylor's yeah. Heroes Day. There we go. There we yeah. go. For win. That's the episode. We've got the episode title done for Sunday's episode already. <laughs> um, and on just on the referee, Simon Hooper is the referee. Um, we, have, we have a terrible record, lost the last four. He is notable because he was left out of last weekend's fixtures because yeah. he made a mistake in the Manchester United and Wolves oh. game by not giving Wolves a penalty. 
Yeah, I remember. Oh, so he's been relegated. They had to give him all, yeah. didn't they? Like, right, <laughs> right. On, honestly, right, we need... Right, I know it's live, but I am legit putting this out there. We need to get Howard Webb on the podcast and ask him the question, how do you allocate officials out to games? Is it like like you sit down and have a meeting about it, or do you legit put names in a random generator on the internet and just go, there we go, Gavin Ward's got Rotherham again? Like, I want to know how, how they work this out because it seems a little bit coincidental that the referee that's been dropped down for making a mistake is now refereeing Rotherham, who have had two apologies for refereeing mistakes this season already. Yeah, like, it'd, be of, it'd be because of Leicester, won't it? Because former Premiership team, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it'll be that, but I can't see that as being a reason. It's just a you know, yeah. It's just whatever I can think of, really. It's just very, <laughs> it's just very coincidental, isn't it? Is, it? Yeah, it's very. I wonder very... if Howard Webb will be at the game. That will be even more coincidental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. If Howard Webb does want to come on the show, always welcome. Um, yeah. We'll promise we won't have Mick on. We'll have an episode like today where we don't have Mick on. See, um, see, I'm, I'm embracing my inner Mick and and really having a go at the referees. The only yeah. difference is, the only difference is, I'm not quite as um, animated as Mick sometimes when it comes to referees. True. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the game in a minute. I just want to go through what both teams have been through since we last met in 2004 was the last league game. Between the teams, there's been seven relegations, three like league titles, uh, three Wembley wins, seven promotions, including two league titles and one Premier League title win. I don't know if you can work out a word that won the Premier League. Um, between us, um, but it's been eventful twenty years since we last last played. We've, we've both been to the very, they've been, we've been to the very bottom. They've been to the very top, um, but we're in the same league. We're starting on sort of level pegging um, where we both deserve to be, I suppose, on Saturday. Parliament um, says good news on Georgie Kelly and good news on Hakeem Duffin, Danny. Only a couple of weeks for both of them, but it sounds like they should both be back after the international break. Which yeah. is really, it's almost best best case scenario based on the injuries that they both picked up. Yeah, it is actually that. That's really good. I'd I'd not heard that news if I'm being honest. So that's actually really good. Because I mean, with Kelly that came out like, oh, it's his knee, and he's seeing a specialist. I think yeah. we all took a very sharp intake of breath with that one, and like, ooh, what's happened there? Same with Dauphin as well when <clears throat> when he went off. Um, it's that seems a weird curse this season, by the way. When whoever scores then goes off injured or gets suspended, the only exception being Coyote, you know. So, you know, just just watch yourself. Whoever scores against us, <laughs> like, like, just sub them off just to be safe, yeah. Right, right <laughs> time, come here, yo. I'm gonna um, first goal, just yeah, out. it's like, right, yo, off quick. Um, but yeah, that, that's actually really good news on Kelly and Adolphin. Like, I see in the comments about always oh, Kelly going to Derby. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. I think with, with Georgie, he'll stay here and just develop with us. I think because you know he, he still has a job to do here. Mm. Um, and very good news on a Dolphin that he'll be back soon as well because we're we're going to miss that powerful strike that he's got. Not not too much, but brings again brings something different to the game. Don't yeah, it does, yeah. Um, John Morell says, evening all, work meetings at that time should be illegal. Where is Mick? Mick is in Ireland. Uh, me and Danny have had multiple pictures from Mick over the last two mm. days, multiple pints of Guinness, um, <laughs> and he's been to the Irish Whiskey Factory. Uh, oh. Irish Whiskey Museum, sorry, in Ireland. Yeah. Um, so if Mick's still awake, which is probably not, at half past eight, uh, bear in mind I saw when he had his first pint. Um, mm. If you are watching... Um, 
Yeah, I hope we are proud of Danny being. You need to rant, Danny. You think of something to have a rant about. I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not a ranting person. I'm too soft-minded to rant. <laughs> I, I mean, if, if you start talking to me about Bobby Madley, I may start kicking <laughs> off. But it's a bit late for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Russ Burns with as well. Thank you for being with us, Russ. So, Tom, let's have a look at what you want. What we want. What do we want to see in terms of starting lineup? So last weekend we played consecutive back four. The, the same back, back back four, Sunderland back four. How likely or do you want to see? Because there were issues defensively. So the two goals we consider were really poor defensive goals. Do you still like you still would you still be happy to see the same back four lineup against Leicester? Um what well, I'd yeah, I'd say so. I think you need a bit of consistency at this level. I think we need to start getting that consistency. We were disrupted way too many times, especially in defence last season, uh, with injuries and suspensions and whatnot. So I think you I think I think you start with that back four um, and you just hope that um, they're going to, you know, especially the fullbacks are going to prioritise their defensive duties over their attacking duties. Mm. Um, but I, I'd be happy with that back four. I think the only change you could really make is uh, move Blackett out to left back and then bring in a Morrison. Um, but that's about it, really. Um, we don't really have another uh, right back who's more defensive uh, minded than uh, Dexter so that's it or if you really want to go defensive you go to a back five but I don't I don't like our chances with a back five I don't think they work as well mm -hmm. um, but yeah do you want me to go through the whole team or just the, the back four for you go, go through go through yeah go through you want to mm. if there's any uh, changes obviously Dolphins out obviously yeah, I, th I think I think the only change that you're really looking at then is is uh, Fred in uh, Fred Onyedima in for Adolphin. Uh, just move Rathbone back into the middle, move um, Onyedima out wide. Which side? I'm not. I'm not too sure. Um, whichever side. I, 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 if I was the manager, I'd ask them personally. You know, which side do you guys prefer to to play off of? Um, and then yeah, you've got a bit more of a balanced squad. Then you have TA is a little uh, kind of pivot, um, and then you have. Um, Kaffir and Rathbone ahead of him uh, and Hugill and uh, Hugill up top and Green and Fred out wide which I, th I think is a bit more balanced than the Sunderland, Sunderland team um, whether or not that plays a part in how we play I'm not too sure because um, it's all up to Taylor if Taylor thinks that we should go more defensive I can easily see him bringing a five back in and um, or, or just more defensive cover in general so it's yet to be seen but that's the team that I'd personally go for mm. Yeah, uh, John Morrell says he suggests a back 10 against Leicester. Um, yeah. I I think Tom's right, Danny. I am worried about going back to five at back because I could see it happening. I, I could see him wanting to bring Sean Morrison in um, and but then have the pace of Humphreys and Blackett. But they just didn't work against Stoke. Uh, and mm. Leicester have got, got some pace in there as well. Leicester are a better team than Stoke, probably almost certainly a better team than Stoke. Um, so I'm not, I'll be honest with you, that, that fills me with a bit of dread. Going back to a back five, yeah, it, it does me as well. I think, um, because of the strong performance we put in against Blackburn early doors with uh, the back four, mm. uh, I think that should be taken. I think Sunderland as well, to be fair, because yeah. <clears throat> you could argue that in those games, starting with the back four, we started better and mm. started building up and building up until a catastrophe moment happened, and that's when we faded away. Yeah, you know, like uh, against Blackburn, it was obviously the red card and the fifteen minutes of madness. And against Sunderland, I think it was a Dolphin going down injured, and 
<clears throat> all the respect to him in the world, but bringing McGook in on, you know, I've spoken to a few people, it's like that's very brave bringing on mm. an acad- a fresh academy graduate uh, in a game that's quite big against London where they were almost there and then they just slowly crept back into it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, like we said, like we, say, we can see why he might utilise a back five just for a bit more defensive security and a bit more experience bringing Morrison in and stuff, but... I still think the way to go will be a back four, just mm. from just based off the performances we've had already. And I think that mindset of switching to a back five almost puts your mindset on the back foot mm. because it's like, right, we know we're going to be under the cosh here, so we've gone to a back five. But with the the confidence in a back four and sticking with that, it's almost like, actually, we just play our way and we can match these. Mm. No, so then that's where the whole mindset thing plays into it. But yeah, back five, um, not for me. I'd say back four. Yeah, I agree to be honest. Nicholas Skimmer says it could be a 4 1 4 1, which it could be. I wouldn't be surprised to see an extra body in the middle try and get four people in there around because just to try and make it congested. Uh, Leicester are going to try and play through the middle, aren't they? When they're a passing team. Um, I think he's much, uh, very much in the mould of his, his bo- old boss, Pep Guardiola. So I think that's. Certainly, what they'll look for uh, potentially. Um, Palmad says, "Green, green." Uh, hang on, he's put, he's put Eves in this. Hang on, he's put... <laughs> 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 everyone watching on YouTube, you all saw the double take Matt did. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> so he's put Victor in goal, obviously, and then he mm. wants Blackett and Humphreys next to Bram also back four. Uh, yeah. Chris Caffo, Rathbone, Green, Eves, and Fred. Uh, he says Hugel isn't working up to up, up top on his own. Tom, um, yeah, I get that. But yeah, no, I agree. It's 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 one. It, if, the only thing I'd say is that do you want to throw Eves into the deep end of yeah at home with fans that don't necessarily get along with him, mm. starting after four months out or whatever it is. I, I agree that Hugo isn't working, but I'd rather start JJ over him just because of its, um, just because of the whole factors going into Eves, um, yeah. and uh, but it's it's not a bad shout. If it's not working with Hugo, then you've got to change it. I mean, it's mm. no surprise that we're after a striker, and yeah. we've said it multiple times that we are. So clearly, and we we, we said on the last episode, clearly Hugo isn't the man for his team his 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 philosophy of what how he wants to play so seeing anyone seeing someone else playing there is whatever um it might work he might even surprise us all stick green up top and then bring in someone else yeah. to play out wide i've got no idea who but that new like this new lad who's supposedly coming in tomorrow he might change it out completely um mm-hmm. and play mm-hmm. green through the middle um so who knows um uh, I, I just I can't see him starting Eves. I, I really can't. <laughs> no, I can't. And I think Green's a potentially good option, Danny, because if you Leicester can have a lot of the ball. So when we attack them, when we attack Leicester, you're gonna need to go, but you're gonna need to go, go, go. You need to be on. You need to be on it. I think on your dimmer brings that pace. And I think Green is not. I don't. I don't think he's lightning, but I think he's got that pace about him. I don't think mm. physicality is going to win us the day on Saturday going forward. I think you need that energy more than that, maybe, and that might work. Yeah, I think that's why um, when they're not suspended, we like to play Green and Onyedimma uh, mm. alongside Hugo because um, not to tilt my, Trump, my own trumpet too loudly, but 
when I was on Radio Chef, I actually had a conversation with Ronnie Moore about the uh, the Hugel situation. Yeah. And we both agreed that Hugel doesn't work up top when he's isolated. He needs someone to run off his shoulder. You know, because we got caught out with stuff like that with Michael Smith in the championship, where he sort of headed it beyond him, himself and have to run after it because he didn't have the man running um, off his shoulder. Mm. But with the 4 3 3, it's almost like um, Hugel's got like the player going out, wa- out wide to like get a ball into the box or to have a bit of pace on on the side and stuff. But he's still got the man on his shoulder on the mm. other side. You know, if we want to the right hand side, it's still Hugo and Green. If we go on to the left hand side, it's Hugo and on your dimmer. And and that works. And I think that's why Hugo's better game, even though he didn't score, was against Blackburn. Because we mm. had them two alongside him. Um all right. The argument's there that's like, why do we need to cater to uh, to um to Hugo? He should just be scoring goals. <laughs> I I agree. Um, but I think in that situation. When where's the comment from uh, Brad C? Here we go. Hugo's marked by two defenders anytime at Sunderland. He had no chance. Exactly. Yeah. So if the two defenders are pulled by Hugo, the man runs off his shoulder. He's got a fair bit of space to run into. Yeah. I.e. during the um, the Onya Dimmer chance, Kafu's ball in. Hugo took the two defenders, wherever it was. Hugo's um, Onya Dimmer's got his diving after and he scores. Mm. Now that. I, yeah. That's if that's a system we play, it works. But obviously, when it doesn't work, it's blatantly obvious it doesn't work because Hugo seems isolated. He can't keep hold of the ball, and there's no support there for him because your wider players aren't there. And um, if you're playing Teehee sitting deeper, then there's no advanced midfielder to even occupy that role right behind Hugo. Um, so yes, that that's a very complicated machine to work out. But taking the Blackburn game, where it seemed to be that's our system and how we want to do it, and it worked quite well, you can see how we are potentially going to approach the Leicester game as well. Mm-hmm. Similar to Blackburn, hopefully with no dodgy refereeing or sending offs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt the Mill says this is interesting. The referee for Saturday's game only refereed one championship game last season. All the rest were Premier League. That does again mm. fill me with interest because he's got he's got a VAR. Yeah, I, 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 to say, I wonder how much that's going to change the way he, he would referee a game. We'll probably so, find that out. It's going to affect us. So you can already tell it's going to affect yeah. us. Offsides are going to be a nightmare on Saturday. Oh, aren't yeah, they? yeah, it could be. Yeah, <laughs> I've even uh, thought. I know. <laughs> Good spot, Mike. Like that. Yeah. Um, Pamela said if a Dolphin was, wasn't injured, I'd put him up top. Yeah, certainly. I think that's yeah, a fair not... shout. Putting him, putting him further forward um, mm. is certainly certainly a very, very good option. Let's go through a couple of predictions then. Um, Tom, what do you reckon? It's Yeah, what do you reckon? Um... I reckon a, I reckon a one nil steal. Uh, I, yeah, I reckon I reckon a, 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 yeah. <laughs> they only they only won what what, what they only won one nil against was it was it Plymouth Huddersfield Huddersfield they only won one nil against easy one nil win was that one nil sorry yeah <laughs> we get after, we get after teams at home I don't think they'd like yeah. that I don't think they'd like that. No, <laughs> no. Space, then. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I was on mute is because uh, the house phone was ringing, but he said it's easy then. It's like, oh no, no, 
No, he's jinxed it. No, it, it's like being at work and someone says, "Oh, it's very quiet today," and then suddenly yeah. walking. It's exactly the same thing. Oh, it's going to be easy against Leicester. Yeah. No. Anything predict anything, it just goes the opposite. No, way, it's going to be a Barnsley scoreline. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Go on then, Danny. What do you reckon? I mean, I, I'm going back to what I said earlier. It's like we're going to get absolutely battered, or we'll steal it. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna go with me off of me out of glasses and say we're somehow gonna get a one nil win. Oh, right, style. Yeah. Um, I would and it'll be Hugo that scores. Um, I would two two. I've got flashes of the Burnley game from last season. Um, Ooh. backwards and forwards. They won't. I don't think they'll enjoy themselves, Leicester. To be honest with you, I don't think they'll like coming. Um, the crowd can get really on top of these big these teams, and if they're not used to it and don't like it, especially so early on in the season when they're only twenty percent way through uh, their manager's <laughs> ideas, um, I don't think they'll be very happy about it. Actually, thinking um, about it, if they're twenty percent through his ideas and they've played four games total this season, yeah, right. So let's work let's work that out, shall we? So that means every game is five percent. Okay. Right, because four, four, four times five is five. Four times five <laughs> is twenty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So after four games, it's twenty percent. So after eight games, it'll be forty. You see where I'm going with this? It'll burn out before end of season. Got, got you. Unless, you, unless they like win twenty five nil in like April. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Jen says two nil to the Millers. Harvey Kerbick nil nil. Chris Nichols says draw as well. So Sam Darby. Brad C has gone the same as me, 2-2. Kim says one less, which will be 1-1. One, one. John S with the positivity saying Leicester 5-0. Um, Steve going to 3-1. John Mel thinks it'll be 4-0 to Leicester. Phil says 3-1 to Leicester. Russ Vernon with the positivity says 2-1 to the Millers. Powermed same as me. Powermed rather than 1-0. And that's only because they're 20% through their manager's ideas. Scott Kent, Kent says 3-1 to Leicester. And Nicholas Skidmore says 1-1 one, one as well. Um, yeah. Let's wait and see. I'm enjoying. I am. I am genuinely looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, Scott Kent also brings up the point. This is the first time we've said this. It's Victor coming against his former club. Um, mm, we, that's true. That's who we signed. Victor made a few appearances in the uh, Papa John's, if it was called that at the time. Never any sort of senior appearances, but still, his former Can, club. Did they play in the Papa John's? The youth. The youth. The um, under twenty ones were in. Oh yeah. Right. Um, what were it called then? It were Johnson Page. Checker no, Trade? Yes, it might have been. Because ah, it was Checker Trade, then leasing.com for like leasing, a season. Yeah. yeah. I think and we then, had Victor yeah. for the leasing.com season. So it, I think. Um, I don't know. Anyway, irrelevant, really, isn't it? It's the man. <laughs> um, uh, Danny Simon wants to compliment you. He says, Danny, Danny's convinced me to buy the alternative kit. I wasn't sure until now, but it looks good. Yeah, it does actually look really good. It's just because I'm wearing it, isn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is, it's actually really nice. Um, I can, you can't really tell on the screen. It actually makes it look a bit grey, actually. Yeah, you can't quite see the, the, the pink in it, kind of violet. Yeah, but, it, but in person, it is actually quite a vibrant lilac colour. Um, and it's funny because on the label, it just describes it as white. <laughs> um, but no, it is, it is really nice. And I actually like what they've done with the badges as well this year because mm. Home Kit's the only one that's got the coloured badge. Like the black one's got the silver, and then this has got the complete blackout badge. Um, no, yeah, it's, it's really nice, the alternate kit, to be fair. I'm very impressed with it because mm-hmm. um, I wasn't too sure with it to begin with. You know, I heard like it's going to be lilac. It's like, oh, what's 
what's the design going to be? I had horrors of like the Minions third kit that we had a few seasons ago, you know, oh, like yeah. in yellow and blue, like that sort yeah. of style. Um, but with this one, it's like the pattern's nice, the colour's nice, the black contrasts really well. Yeah, get it. If you've got 45 quid to spend, I'd say get it. Mm. Yeah. I soon will. <laughs> <laughs> um, there we go. Cheryl something says, well, I just want to just want us to get what we earn and not be taken off of offers by unrelated parties. Yeah. That's all we want. That's all we want. Yeah. Um anything else, boys? Anything else we need to pick up and cover before we uh um, we've done the injuries, haven't we? That's, That's about it, isn't it? I think so. Hmm. Hopefully on Sunday or certainly by next Thursday or Friday we'll have a lot of transfers to talk about, probably. Yeah, I think um, it's a busy week, isn't it? I think so. We'll need to sort out do potentially doing a deadline day episode, which is Friday because it closes Friday the first of September for some reason. Um stupidly. So sure, if it's a Friday, if it's a Friday night, she'll have a shot every time we announce the sign. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, drinking, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um we'll so, work something out for that episode because we'll certainly do the re- the preview episode on the Thursday as normal, because we've got Norwich next week, uh the Saturday mm. after. We've got Stoke in, on Tuesday as well. Um Best wish to anybody that's making that trip on a Tuesday night for a it's second like, round of It's like deja vu, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, so uh, thank you everyone who's been with us tonight. Make sure you've subscribed to the YouTube channel. If you haven't already watched the Sky Report, go over and watch that Brad from Leicester Side ITV. Uh, <laughs> Simon, I don't, I don't think was a big fan of Brad. Um, let us know what you think. I, I, I enjoyed speaking to Brad. and I, I, I get his optimism. Um, but tell us what you think. I really enjoyed the Sky Report. So yeah. We will be back on Sunday evening, which will be a review of the Leicester game. And look ahead, we'll have a brief talk about the Stoke game on Tuesday. All right, it could be meaningless. Um, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll try and kill some time out of it. Uh, again, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, if you're watching through there as well. Uh, the instant reaction, we'll do an instant reaction, which will be out Saturday evening as well um, on the YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe for that as well. Uh, Tom, thank you for being with us tonight. It's been it's been a pleasure, and don't forget the fifty pounds. Uh, yeah, I'm my life away now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I, I back us to get. Was it three back to back wins? Back three back to back. No, it was two. Three, three. Uh, so I, back I, to three back. wins in a row. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I will not back that horse. Bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> all or nothing. The cup could count though. So Everyone you know, back train. <laughs> if we get a really kind third round draw in January. That I'm sure that counts in there. So Ooh, yeah, but, um, yeah. But knowing how look, we'd get Yeovil, who've somehow made it to the third round, yeah. and they'll still beat us somehow. <laughs> That's, that'd be very rather me, yeah. Yeah, always <laughs> be winning in the 90th minute as well, and then have a equaliser snatched. Which one was the pipe in? Who's obviously watches Leeds as well? He's got they've got Bobby Madley as the referee of the Leeds Ipswich game. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Um, there you go, Danny. Thank you for being back with us, and I will. Uh, I'll see you Saturday at the game. Yeah, see you Saturday. The battle of the goalkeepers: Victor from Leicester, who was Rotherham's current goalkeeper, and Iverson, who was Rotherham's former on loan goalkeeper, and now is Leicester's starting keeper. Yeah, fun times. Yeah. And can I just can I just say before we sign off, I honestly think if Eves is to start right, he would absolutely flatten Jamie Vardy. <laughs> we know when, yeah, we might have. We haven't mentioned Jamie Vardy. Uh, I think that's probably yeah. the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, thank you everybody for being with us. We'll see you next time. And all the Millers.
Open the Millers. It's a wild wild through a goal. Swansea beyond Fodringham. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, Adolfi. He can hit them. And he does. Oh! The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.